Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Afterglow. I am Chloe Hilliard. This is Mary Pryor, Danielle Hi. Young, and Naima Cochran. Hey, 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 what's up, hey, everybody? hey. What's Hi. up, y'all? Hi. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. We were trying to do it once the verses ended, but between Brandy's poetry and Monica's side eye to her camp, the show is still going on. <laughs> oh my gosh, play the Moesha with the tune that she'd be playing when she writing her journal. Listen, we. <laughs> Frank called me a hoe because I wore a cup. First of all, what a problematic ass daddy, yo. He was horrible. And so was his hair. Like that fade was the worst. He deserved that hair for what he did to his family. Frank was the worst black father in the history of black Because you just spent so much time being like, wow, he's so there for them. He's just providing cars. And he works at, remember when Saturn, it was Saturn, it was a, Saturn was new. So that was like edgy that he worked at a Saturn dealership. It was like, brother Saturn. They don't even exist anymore. They don't, the Saturn is gone. Ain't nobody rocking with no Saturns right now. Yeah, Saturn is a wrap. Yo, Saturn, did Saturn pay for that placement or was somebody black just like, we got to go Because they were in every episode. Was that a thing yeah. right now? There had to be something, right? Maybe that was an early version of, of, of pay for placement because- um, oh, They were shouting it out like, you know, I'm in like Saturn. We're like- Listen, yeah, but that, that, was, that, was a, that was a crucial time during sitcoms because that's when uh, they started playing actual real music that we heard in real life. Because remember, they used to do all fake songs. Yeah, I remember yes. trying, I was waiting for the radio to play Amon that I heard on the Cosby show and that shit was not real. <laughs> Listen, I live for Freestyle Unity, all those bands that were on from like Moesha to the Parkers. Cause you know, Kim had, she was in all the bands, CPQ. Mm, yeah, listen. See, I didn't watch Moesha, so I'm just gonna have to let y'all reminisce. Wait, uh, Naima, what were you going through? Like wait, 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 wait. Naima, where were I, you going, what were you going through in your life that you wasn't watching Moesha? It didn't really interest me. I didn't think the show was. I'm sorry, I, just, I missed that. What'd you I say? Was, it was think, anti-black. What'd you say? <laughs> what anti-black thing did you say with your heavy watch and furniture? Oh, wait, somebody uh, coming for you, Naima. Look, somebody was saying you were in college. That's I why was, you was I watching. I was an adult, actually. When did Moesha... No, I was in college. Yeah, I was in college. I was in college. It started when I was in college. Um, Because when Moesha started, what? 95, 96? Oh, I was in I was in I mean, and Mo wasn't Mo. The character wasn't that Near much you. younger than me, but I was in college. It, I wasn't the demo. I just wasn't the demo. Oh, I definitely was. I, yeah. really I was the demo for Moesha, and I could not stand Moesha. That's why I got <laughs> to this day. And right. even then, I knew that Frank sounded like a bad dad. I was like, oh, <laughs> Frank broke my heart. I was really hurt about that. Yeah. Yeah. All I right, caught so a couple of things. So I know like some basic premises just on a pop culture tip, but I really I think I've I think I've watched a couple of episodes when um when um homeboy from from um not homeboy from Onyx, but um what's the little what's the little boy that always plays somebody who's gonna rob you? Um what? Fred from yes. You talking about the other one that's gonna run? No, I'm talking about Frederick Star. <laughs> Frederick Star. Wow. Star. Way, no, way to be anti the most anti-black. So that's why he's funny. 
Because he always plays a little boy. Everybody, all of us young girls thought he was cute because he was so he urban. Was cute, he, he was cute, but he was cute because he was threatening. Come on, Danny. Come on, Danny. He was cute because he was threatening. He had, first, first of all, first of all, as a, no, no, absolutely not. As a, as a, as a tall woman, no, as a tall woman, have ghetto dreams. I whatever. A, a fragile saw was not my ghetto dream. Are we talking about nineties? Really uh, whole ghetto dream. You but I'm part of my ghetto dreams. I but said I fed into the Moesha ghetto dream of it. He wasn't yeah. my ghetto dream by any means. But my you, ghetto fell, dream you fell into the suburban girl ghetto dream of Moesha. Is that what it was? Yeah, I definitely yes. did. Okay. Mm. The southern suburban girl ghetto dream <laughs> of Moesha. Her. No, the suburban, the suburban girl ghetto dream is a thing. The southern, the southern suburban girl ghetto dream is a thing. I say this as a southern suburban girl who dated little street niggas. Like it, it, it was definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. Still, is. we're so off topic. Oh, we're wait, way off topic. All, Kim, Kim, Brandy and Monica had a battle tonight, and still are doing it. That yeah, that's it. what I need help. I need help. What, did they finish? Did they no. play the boy is mine? I feel they like not. They still, they still battling. They are on. They still battling. Is Monica wearing long boots? Almost, no, they did almost doesn't count already. What is See, it? Let's get into the wardrobe. The long. Yeah, is Monica wearing long boots? <laughs> okay, so this is something that came up in the uh, comments. Felicia the Goat, aka Tyler the Creator, was really trying to figure out whether those are long boots or uh, leather pants. I vote leather pants and a strappy sandal. I do think she's wearing those sandals that uh, were in the meme. From which video was that? With the she already y'all said, not, y'all not gonna no, she already said she couldn't find them. She already said she couldn't they find them. They look very similar, but you can't tell because the leather they flat not, they Monica is wearing a leather pant. She her first of all, she's Monica looks amazing. She looks fucking fun. She looks like money. She looks like an entire bag of money sitting right there on the I also want to ask, like, would you wear braids your entire career? Wasn't Brandy supposed to not wear braids because it damaged her hairline? Yeah, wasn't she stopping to wear braids at some point? <laughs> Brandy was like our first example of like what we need to do to revert to protective hair care styles because the braids were damaging the edges. That was like the first edges conversation I remember. That was Brandy. There were a lot of edges. Brandy's edges. There was Naomi Campbell's Susan edges. Susan Taylor's. Yes. Yes. They still going. <laughs> they are still going. Okay, so, so let's let's uh, start at the let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Uh this verse was amazing. They had over one point one, almost one point two. They had up to one point two million people. Yeah. On um, IG. Once you factor in Apple TV, that's gonna yeah. be significantly more. That is gonna be a lot more. I yeah, do think that it was it was pivotal. It and all kinds of craziness. Very true. From the comfort of their bed and not on their tiny phone screen. But I will say this. I do think that it was important for them to have this versus... Um, I just wish that they never try to rehash any of their low-key beef because if you're not going to really address it, address it. Don't like bring it up in between well, songs. it seems like only one person was trying to subtle, subtly address it because well, also really was trying to be like low-key. Only one person has been keeping it going since 2012. Actually. And that person's name is not Monica Brandy. <laughs> well, in my opinion, because I am a Brandy stan. Oh gosh. This 
situation, watching this kind of like made me sad. It ruined Brandy a little bit for me in the way that she was behaving. Um, even if they had like whatever beef that they have had for however long it is, it's over now. Um, and so for her as a grown woman to be jabbing Monica and, and constantly doing it, because I've been tuned in pretty much this whole time. And the homegirl has been sending her those like low key little moments. Like at one point um, when Monica was uh, playing a song or something, but Brandy was like, well, I was trying to sing the last little bit, but Monica. And I was just like, May I so, jump in? May I jump in from the Monica contingency, please? Uh -oh. Yes, I also am from the Monica contingency. But go ahead, Mary. I'll back. I'll, Thank I'll you. Back. No problem. I'd like to um, say something. Brandy was acting like someone who didn't get popped in high school, and you could tell that she was homeschooled and not brought around other kids. See, if you got popped in the mouth, you wouldn't be acting like this as an adult. Now I know y'all are saying, Mary, that's abusive. But guess what? She needs to get hit with a hot comb because, first of all. She was interrupting and bringing up this beef that Monica was really about to dive into like a grown up because Monica is a grown up and Brandy, who doesn't have the genesis qua of being shady and funny like her brother, Ray J, a billionaire damn near almost, which is crazy. Um, she just wasn't doing it right. And I think that for me as a fan of both of them, but really more of a Monica fan, because there was an inner bird inside of me as a child that while I went to private school, I still wanted to pretend that I was urban. On inner the weekend, bird. I would try to wear the short shorts and get slapped by my grandmother. The point is that Monica is classy this entire time. And Brandy just, I, I love the bohemian faux neo chic look but she was somewhat petty. And I don't know if I'm being petty because I felt like she was petty or if I'm just, not, I'll have Naima jump in for the Monica. Yeah, um, you're not. Group. So, <laughs> thank you. So, here, first of all, I want to say that I, I am, I'm a fan of both, but Monica as a person, I fuck with. Brandy as a person, I, I'm not sure about. And the thing is, I, you guys can go take a look. I wrote for um, Zora Mag actually today. I went down over Brandy and Monica's beef through the years and how much was real and how much was manufactured. Nice plug. Nice plug. I like Thank how you, you did it. Thank you. I just wanted to weave that in there. Um, but the thing about it is the reason that Brandy's jabs bother me so much today is that the entire reason for Brandy and Monica's division is that they were positioned as the sweet, good girl versus the hood, edgy chick even though technically Monica has a more pop friendly voice um, that it was like, but Brandy was like the black America sweetheart because she had the TV show and the reputation. And I do think that Brandy has felt a way now that she's an adult that Monica always had kind of a freedom with herself and what she would say and how she would move. And Brandy doesn't know how to do that. So yeah. I don't even think she knows like the beef over the last four, three or four years, it's really been all Brandy. Every time somebody brings it to Monica, Monica will be like, I don't want to address it. I, it's petty. It's silly. You know, whatever. And and then Brandy be throwing shade back like fake, fake positive. And I'm like, that's projection. Like I'm seeing tonight. Because first I was like, well, maybe Monica did something behind the scenes we don't know about. But tonight I'm like, no, that was projection. Brandy she can't, did, she can't even but, help herself. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel yeah. like she just has to do it no matter what the statement is. Like, even if it was like, I'm trying to finish this song, but Monica wanted to do this. And you're just like, well, girl, 
what? And even when Monica was like, let's sing the Moesha song, she's like making it this whole thing that just to the point where you're just like, well, you know what? Because I would have been like, you know what? Never mind. But Monica was like, okay. I was just yeah. Like, every time Monica cut her eye to her side, that was her being like, here it is, big She was going to bring it. Afeon Crockett just said this is round 68. It really going. is because by the time we jumped on, it was 18. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I do want to. Oh, do- oh, then now we have have you ever. So, oh, you might be grinding it on out. Um, I will say this: uh, someone who is a shady petty queen and knows how to do it right is none other than Erica Badu, who said, "I thought Brandy had on Monica shoes tonight." Shut <laughs> up! You know what, Erica? Look a little slipper esque. <laughs> those, those, those are those Chanel joints that everybody's been wearing, but they look like the joints my great grandmother. They used look to like wear slippers until my house, my household. You could barely see her through the comments. First of all. Brandy was. They look like slippers up close too because they're the Chanel quilted pattern and they're in this weird square shape. Yeah, but they still look like a slipper. You know, I think I think who they are today and who they who they appear to be when you see them and just how different they are, it just really um, confirms the things that the industry said about them. You know, um, which Mm -hmm. is like Monica is about her business. She's about her family. She keeps it tight like her corset. And and she will also cuss you out. She would definitely cuss you out. Absolutely. And and Brandy is very, you know, free flowing, like, you know, all over the page with her poetry and her, you know, nice little Stevie Nicks. The poetic, poetic, the the poetic justice is killing me. It's killing me. I mean, like, like, I I respect Mother Maya isn't here to write this copy. I I respect the fact that, you know, she's trying, but it really took... This this is the longest (laughs) verses I think I've been part of outside of the first one where Tim and Tim and Tim and like uh, Swiss Beats were just going back to back for like four hours. This is the longest verses I've have witnessed so far i'm just into also the fashion of brandy like i'm trying no. to figure out are you into it not into really it. the fashion of brandy into it is not the like actual it's being into it. i'm trying to figure out okay like, go ahead it's What's like happening? lauren it's like lauren's current it's like whatever lauren does now which i don't still like don't, don't do that lauren hill be having a stylist don't do that lauren hill don't come out here looking like this anymore no, listen, you know, they're going to say we tearing down black women. All we simply okay. saying is that when you reach a certain age, your, your style changes. I'm just saying, you know, the last time that we did a verse, no, they the got mad at us. No, no, on we here on, saying we that we are tearing down. We were on all, a certain platform. Everybody, we are musical I, fans of Monica and Brandy. I'm I team Monica. I have been ever since I was a teenager. But y'all know y'all came here, here to hear this shit. Y'all didn't want us to keep it. Y'all I was in here singing my butt off like a high school talent show while we were all getting ready for this. So I just want to make sure as a disclaimer, everybody on here are it's our music heads. Naima music is the and, music head queen. We are all fans. fans. I literally and these are wrote jokes. earlier that I literally wrote earlier that a lot of their beef was pushed by the fans and the internet. So I don't want to continue derision, but but I can't ignore some of what I'm I mean that watching. I can't ignore it's blatant. It's blatant. Yeah. It's blatant. So yeah, I would, um, I would be someone, disingenuous not to. This is uh, someone. Someone said, I, "I'm really thinking about what Mary said about the homeschool thing and Brandy not being socialized." Look, and I have to agree, because her social cues are are, are off in the oh, way that she you. reacts to things and how she throws things out there. It was just kind of like if it didn't land the first couple of times, I wouldn't continue to do it twenty rounds in. 
Not at all. And a shout out to my homeschoolers. I, I totally support homeschooling kids, but socialize your kids. Brandy was put on at a very young age. And it's clear that she wasn't in a situation in college or high school with a bunch of her homegirls where somebody said, hey, you should stop. Like it, you can tell she didn't get that. Well, and yeah, I've heard somebody to get get at her real quick. You yeah, because I because Monica was giving her body language to be like, bitch, can you stop? Like, just play yeah. the song. Yeah, like I also think no Sonia bearable. was always telling Brandy stuff like you're better than the rest of these girls or you're, you know, you're different than the rest of these people. So I also think that where Brandy might have usually checked herself because of social feedback she was getting or energy she was getting when she was younger, her mother was kind of making her feel like that was a, that was a them problem, not a Brandy problem. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's now put Brandy in a place where she doesn't like I have, let me say, I have empathy for Brandy because she has been through an inordinate amount of uh, criticism and uh, ridicule online. But the other part is that she reacts to it. Like she responds, she types back, so does her mom. So it just kind of keeps that energy going. So I just think now she just wasn't taught how to just kind of deal with this type of mm -hmm. shit. You know, she doesn't, yeah. she's not adjusted. My song is on Angel of Mine now. Oh, I think they, I think I, we might I be rounding it out. It. I thought so. So, 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 what's the what? what uh, let's ask quickly. What, what I feel like Monica won personally. Can y'all give any? Uh, I know. Um, That's how I okay. feel. I told First you what was off, off grip. Listen, I I adore both of them. Um, <laughs> but I connect more with Monica because I feel like Monica. A personality is in every piece of her her music, and I think she talks about like real ho ass shit and bird ass shit. And <laughs> I want to fight in the street, and I want to yes. love you down until the cops come and arrest both of yeah. us. Yeah, so I identify I, I with get, all of that. Yeah, I feel like she definitely, and I feel like Brandy was polished, and then she tried to break out of it, and they left it to her own devices. But like you know, the ship has left the station, and she don't know how to drive. So. Well, I can agree with that. I feel like adult me really does love and appreciate Monica and what Monica brings. I've always loved Monica's voice and thought that Monica like could sing down. That's obvious. But I love Brandy's voice. I love the texture of her voice. I love what she can do. I haven't always been like in love with the music and how she has like chosen to wrap her voice around certain songs or certain sounds. But tonight, I don't know, because Brandy has so many hits. Um, yeah. And Monica does, too. And Monica has a lot of great collaborators. But I think from what was played, Brandy. So if I decided. Reality. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, decided... I had to deduct points for the poetry. At that, she was the minus 150 points. points. Yeah. I decided not to keep score just in the spirit of basically a sisterhood and whatever. Um, but I, I agree with you, Danny, that I've always loved Brandy's voice. I didn't think that she had the music choices that could really show what she could do with mm -hmm. that voice for her range. Whereas I really was happy for people to be reminded because I feel like Monica's voice gets slighted, actually. And Monica's voice is just like pristine. Yes. Like it is a it is a pop voice the very reason that i think monica and whitney had their connection is because whitney recognized this is this girl that cloud wants to put in a pop lane but she is fucking ratchet but she sounds she sings like an angel like she saw the comparisons between them and i've always been like i get it brandy does her brandy does the runs and the riffs and the everything 
but Monica could just sing straight and clear. Yeah. And it's the cool, that the tone is beautiful, right? Yeah. And I feel like people need to be reminded of that because we kind of act like Monica's always been out here on like independent labels and shit doing hood songs. Monica had massive pop hit, like, well, not, okay, Boy Is Mine is massive pop hit, but with the first album, she had number ones, she had rhythm crossovers, she charted at top 40, so mm -hmm. did Brandy, you know, so she had dance hits. So it's not like Monica was just always getting urban radio play until the boy is mine. Monica was also out here with these number one, you know, rhythm station, you know, dance, jam, whatever hits, as well as number one R&B hits. And I just wanted people to be reminded of that. Mm -hmm. I just think yeah. we don't give women's voices like this a chance to really shine anymore. And I think for me, the tonality of what I hear now, and it's not even on some like favoritism, like bring that old school back thing, but there's not a lot of sisters with strong tones like this that are really yeah. elevated in the industry now. Like it's not in season. Um, and I think that, you know, it doesn't mean oh, that there they're aren't good the singers. Well, they're doing boys, boys mind. Are they going to sing it live or they're just singing the, they don't know what to do with those type of voices. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Imagine, yeah. like Fantasia had a really great like trajectory from American Idol. But once she started getting into her own records, it became kind of like, I don't know what to they do. Just, they just put they, they her, Jennifer, Jasmine, they just put them at urban adult because they're too grown up. And that's the problem. Like when Brandy and Monica were really coming of age is when we started moving into that like staccato sing, bounce pop, rap pop, you know, like where you don't really sing full out. You're kind of like, you know, singing like this and da, 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 da. like, you know, there just wasn't room for them anymore, which I kind of, which I feel bad about. And I'm hoping that this space we're in now gives them a chance to really do something properly. Because yeah. right I'm kind of interested, and especially because for you, Naima, because Brandy was mentioning in her stories about the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack and getting mm -hmm. to work. And then the, even in the way that she mentioned it, getting to work with Babyface, it was still like a jab because Monica was like, well, <laughs> I didn't get They didn't call me. Nobody mm -hmm. said anything. I had an email and nobody like used it. Um, but she was like, even in the way that she said that, but I was just thinking about the idea of like these two girls, even in like the music industry side and how maybe even they were pitted against each other because you didn't get to see a lot of the uh, collaborations go from girl to them. girl. You were, there were only three of them really. There was her and, and Monica, there was Brandy, Monica and Aaliyah. They were all the same age. They all came out within about a year apart. Um, Aaliyah and Brandy came out in 94, Monica dropped in 95. And but they didn't compare Aaliyah to the to them. Mm -hmm. Aaliyah just had her like her own category. Yeah. But I guess maybe because well, no, Aaliyah's first album was R and B. Maybe they would. I was about to say maybe it's the brown skin girls, but Monica is in between Aaliyah and Brandy, so I can't even tell you where it really came yeah. from. Um, but Aaliyah definitely did not get put up against them. But the only four people that were really their age period it was Usher, Aaliyah, Monica, Brandy. They were like their own little class. With with there wasn't anybody else who came out and who had staying power yeah. other than the four of them. And I mean, they definitely were yeah. like compared and pitted. And I think what people don't realize is I think also why Brandy has issue is because people actually compare Monica, were actually like kind of praising Monica over Brandy because Monica had like more kind of, you know, Brandy had like big eyes and she was darker skin and she wore the box braids, whereas Monica had like straight hair and she was lighter skin and she looked more to people like 
a traditional pop star. And I went, cause I went back and looked at old press and it was actually like, it was very much like in favor of Monica, even Monica's personality over Brandy. So it's more like Brandy appealed to maybe a white audience, a mainstream audience, but mm. also people were kind of like, but Monica's dope and she's beautiful mm. and she's this and she's that. Whereas Clat, whereas Brandy also is gorgeous, but I think it's features that maybe in- Yeah, and really quickly, uh, really quickly, I wanted to show uh, them, they're, they're doing it live. They are- Yeah. Monica's ready to go. Also, their pants. Her whole outfit is amazing. That's goals. That's my new. That's my new goal for the winter. I'm not ready for nobody's corset. I love them. Stop that and Brittany's jacket with like underneath, like bando. Also, they've only ever performed this live together like twice. I know yeah. that mom was like, this is the first time in like eight, nine years we've been in the same room. I was like, they haven't been together since they did um it, it belongs to me. Ooh. I, I love how uh I love how Brandy's trying to hold her in. Monica's giving her that church uh church background. Let's just I, stop. I'm just Stop. we feeding right into it, right? <laughs> Y'all are not helping. Right. No, you know, we're not helping at all. We're not. We're not helping. I'm no, not. you know what it is. Is that I don't. I'm not trying to be shady, but you know what it is. They represent two different types of personalities, and that's the real deal. And my friend Alex English, he uh, posted this on Instagram, and I said, you know what? This is the perfect explanation of their personalities. There you go. Hilarious! <laughs> wow, that is. I could see it. No, I think, I think no, Monica's, but Monica's, no. we're not going to give Monica Molly because Monica's realer. Um, That's and not I, fair. You can't give Monica Molly. That's a I disrespect do, to Monica. I, you I should give Monica more Kelly, but that, I guess it doesn't work for the. No, right. it doesn't. I, I do think they represent two types of personalities though, because as kids, it was the good girl versus the street girl. But as adults, it's more like the passive aggressive, nice, nasty chick versus the. Push me, you can only push me, but so far, and I'm gonna cut but your now ass we out. Know that. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. know nothing about Brandy's passive aggression, like that it was because you now you're like, well, girl, you know, 1.2, 1.1 million people at least are watching. She I, I just think help that herself. y'all forget Brandy's reality show. I sure did. I definitely which was which lacked in reality. It was it yes. was the most orchestrated reality show that we've seen that. since. Uh, that was, that, 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 was that. that was an interesting watch for the time. Well, I, I do recall did. that show and because I was, if, like, so if you don't was, know, she was still with Robert Smith then, right? Top. Yeah. So was. that's the whole thing. It was about her expecting her new baby. The whole reality show was framed around them having a baby special delivery. I think it was called. Is and that, she did yeah, this whole right. story about how she was engaged to Rodney Brandy Jerkins' cousin, Robert. She had an engagement ring and everything. The whole thing was about them having this new baby. And it turns out that the uh, marriage was fake. The engagement yeah, was she fake. Said, she said that she didn't even say that. Gay. She said they were secretly married. Yes, because she didn't want to be oh, a sing- yeah. an unwed mother. But that is the pressure, and that's that's a testament to the pressure that they put upon her. Because Monica popped out three kids, and nobody blinked an eye, and and well, didn't Monica say anything. Was singing the chastity belt song back in the day. 
But also at the same time, Monica was singing Don't Get Down on the First Night. She still had a boyfriend who was about to go to jail. So like the dichotomy, like she had the armband on because yes. Clive didn't want y'all to see the see murder tattoo that was on her arm at that's 16 true. years old. Like that's actually the truth. I'm not even exaggerating. So yep. there was already like, we already knew who Monica was. Like we knew what it was. So, but Brandy, I think to Mary's point have been so sheltered, you know, plus I think, I think having a momager instead of a manager is also part of this, right? So being right. so sheltered, right. almost like a Disney kid or something, right? Mm -hmm. That even at, even at 20, she couldn't have grown person agency. It's, it's yeah. kind of like what we've seen from yeah, her mom was on it. Her and mom was notorious for being very, very like on it with her kids. Yo, with, uh, Sonia's uh, reputation. Very, very like, well Oh, known. mom is still all up in the mix. She kept, she said it tonight. Yeah, and I think that is something that we don't understand because a parent can want so much for their child. If you even look at the case of Whitney Houston and Sissy Houston, like now that you see the documentaries and you see just how much Sissy was trying to live vicariously through her child, yeah. it really pushes you because you are, in fact, the breadwinner for a family. No shade to RAJ. He's doing his business opportunities now, but from the first 10 years of Brandy's career, she was the bread and butter of that family. Wait a minute, ain't that Brandy's brother? Yeah, and even on, on his own number one song. But, yeah, Brand, but now Ray J got glasses. We can turn down. He got technology. You're so supportive, Mary. You're trying to get on that Ray J money team. Um, I would I'm say just trying, I'm just trying to get a Ray J sponsorship. Y'all can do oh. what y'all want. And know, don't we have a bike? What's the bike? The no, bike? you know what's so crazy? The Scooty bike is no longer because he sold it because, you know, that's what people do. They they come up with an invention or they align themselves and you then they sell it to somebody. For the, he did. It's dumb, but I was thinking like, damn, he was ahead of his time because if they was doing a Scooty bike during coronavirus, he would have caked up. Nobody he was trying to scoot up. around when he did that thing four but years ago. He was like, thinking he get regular bikes. Now they would have loved the Scooty bike. Yeah, um, I think it was also interesting tonight how they were, I loved how they were telling their age. Like, I did that when I was 12. I did that when I was 14. And here is a tweet from that. someone that I thought was so hilarious. They always try, they would say, Brandica and Monty trying to one-up each other, uh, each track. I was 17 when I did this, when I was pregnant, when I did this. I was in a coma when I did this. <laughs> they really did, though. <laughs> I thought, it reminded me of Tyra Banks. But when I was, you know. Tyra, Tyra Banks, shout out to Tyra Banks on her talk show. Everything was when I was smoking meth in the trailer. <laughs> oh my God, I went to prison as well as a part <laughs> of an experiment. And <laughs> what a mess. But but it is a testament that they're now in their, you know, 40, 41 years old, and they've been oh, doing right. this since they were 12, 13, 14 years old, and they both are for all intents and purposes, sane and of sound mind and, yes. and now both independent entrepreneurs owning their record mm -hmm. labels and still producing music, whether you like it or not. That is, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. That, that is amazing. I thought it was weird. That was a very Brandy level. That was very Brandy level of shade. That was a little. Yeah. First of all, no, 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 no. First of all, Brandy it can't shade. shade. This is the thing. The problem with Brandy is that she doesn't know how to shade and that's why it comes across as very awkward because there's never no levity and no kiki. It's like, oh, Oh, you about right. to talk about when you punched me in the face and Monica was like, no, I was introducing my song, yeah. but <laughs> right, right, right. I still want to talk but about now it. that you mentioned exactly. it. I still want to talk wait, about it. Did anybody else face. think it was weird when Brandy was like, I just became a businesswoman? Like, you know, very and kind she of kept saying it. And but that is subconscious though. Like, oh, say it again. And she was like, Shall I? And she was like, Yeah, <laughs> say it again. And she was like, I am a businesswoman and I have a record label. <laughs> and it was like, you don't yeah, even Brandy. 
Brandy yeah. got a brand brand girl a meditation oh. app or something but she just know. kept doing that like this, I, don't, I, I just don't think brandy knows how brandy is coming off and that's okay yeah no, I, I think i think it's, i think it's very ingrained which is part of the problem i still think it's shady i, th I still think it's like passive aggressive and shady but i don't i don't even think it's intentional i literally think she can't help it and part of the reason and i might feel differently if i hadn't like i said just recently going back to look at everything that's happened with them Every so-called beef they had since 2000, since the last song they did together, actually, it's really been Brandy. And it's been Brandy, like, unnecessarily, because Monica ain't saying it's nothing. Really so it's just been Brandy, like, mad, typing hard and fast. Because we really could have had a Malisha moment had all kinds of stuff. no but you know what no but see the thing is she realized she's a businesswoman and she didn't want to have to do with that check so she when was she being wouldn't honest have had to do if she's saying acapella she maybe couldn't play it but if she ain't using but the that's masters, what monica was like we could sing it she didn't reach she didn't reach that course of entrepreneurship yet <laughs> <laughs> so y'all i just want to add that on that link yet i just want to add that afian is on as swiss beats and Spice Adams is on as Timbaland, but you know how Timbaland be showing off his body, working out his old big husky man, husky body. I cannot. He's literally. <laughs> At least, I, I was wondering which way they were going to go with it. I'm yeah. so glad that they didn't put on wigs. Let's just give a shout out. Spice is shadow boxing as Timbaland working out. It's hilarious. <laughs> They're too. They can't do Brady and Monica. Um, really quickly, I, I wanted to. I wanted I to um, talk about this hold on let me pull it up um so because when you talk about somebody being shady shout out to brandy's team for constantly adding drops and significance to ad libs and rap albums that nobody was paying attention to yeah because she definitely pulled up the spirit of biggie and tupac to introduce <laughs> her song it felt like a lot though it felt like a lot it, it like you know because i was like i like it and it's something that was fun because i like those little easter eggs but it did the way like, she the way that she, she did it. Like she could have just put it in there. She didn't have to make it a whole story and be like, and two back when two were each other. And I said like, West Side. Literally, she could have just she don't know herself. She just doesn't know herself. And that's and and I mean, like, I think Brandy has one of the she's in my top ten of vocalists of all time. Flat flat out. Monica's a little ahead, but Jasmine Sullivan is like. Anita Baker, like I could go through the list, but I just don't think Brandy knows how she comes off, and that's okay. We accept Brandy seeing it live in person was very uncomfortable. I think we do for 20 rounds, it was uncomfortable. We do, but like, we I don't know. We, when you say we, you mean like not just the four of us, not just the four of us, but like black, no, black Twitter is like. Black Twitter is on. Oh, I wasn't people, on Black Twitter. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm gonna watch this and not. Because even people who fuck like, with Brandy like, right now are like, girl, like, like Danielle. Even people who fuck with her, are like, girl. Because we've never. I don't think they've ever had to be together this long. It was Oh, that's true. Without having anybody else that they can interact with, deflect to, talk to, and only have to interact with each other. Their radio, yeah. and even Breakfast Club, it's like 30 minutes, and you have other people there. I don't think they've ever had so to just so interact with. Break each other for this long that shit yeah. for them was probably i mean it was hard no 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 it was no no no. it was fun for brandy it was hard as fuck for monica it really was because monica tried yeah, to monica was kind of feeling her back in her yeah. banter but brandy has to work on her banter she's a banter coach 
Yeah, it's she does. the banter coach. Yeah, she needs it's to work on the banter. So cute. I got, like, I, like Monica to told Brandy was like, "Why are you acting like this?" Brandy needs to right. relax. Brandy wasn't relaxed. All of it was forced. Brandy just needs. She doesn't know who to relax. People I know who've been in the studio with her, even when she was saying like all the takes she takes, she does not know how to just relax. And maybe that comes from, you know, all the scrutiny and and criticism mm -hmm. that she's received over the the years. But she gotta learn how to just breathe through some shit and just let it rock. And, but and it's, Monica, it's also because... really someone someone in the comments is dragging Brandy consistently. It's Brooke. Brooke was like, <laughs> people from Cali have this weird way about them. It's like airhead, but also mean. That's the Brandy vibe. I was like, <laughs> shout out to Brooke. You know, wow. I really want to shout out to Monica though because. Monica could have easily even jabbed her back just a little bit on some of it. And she really mm -hmm. like maintained this level of like, I'm not even going to give it back because it, 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 it could become something else. Yeah. And so what she gave her was just kind of like, okay. But you know what it is? Monica's been through so much real, not that Brandy hasn't been through real shit, but Monica's been through so much real ass, real ass shit. They've, like, both, they've, been, they've once, both been through some stuff. Brandy killed somebody by accident in a car yeah. accident. Remember but that? But also, like, and Monica's boyfriend committed suicide in front of her. So I was like, once somebody kills himself in front of you, shorty, like, some That's beef all. is, I'm not even studying you. She wasn't it. trying to like, feed into it, really. Yeah. Like, she knew she was going to probably have to approach it because she knew how Brandy might get. But, like, she didn't probably didn't yeah. think that girl would go that many times with the Yeah. Death. And I think also the thing with Monica is that she is the type of person where she can't be fake. And so she can't even give the grace of pretending that it's a key key because she's like, we don't, I ain't seen you I in eight years. <laughs> we not friends. We like, not there. We, we, like, ain't, like, we ain't here. That's, we, don't, that's, we don't have that no that inside joke. <laughs> but I think that's it too, Chloe. I think Brandy doesn't know how else to relate to her. She doesn't know like they don't, like they don't, they're not friends. I was scared because you were yeah. packing chicks. They're not friends, so she's so not talking about Naya. Talk to her about. But Monica yeah, did Naya. try to punch her in the face, though. No, Monica, Monica actually, I, I, I just want to make sure we like Monica actually punched her in the face. I just want to make sure we're clear that the last time they hung out, no, Monica punched her in the face. No, it was a time before last. Monica punched her in the face in 1998 at rehearsals for the VMAs. The last time they were together was promo one for It All Belongs to Me in 2012 when Monica admitted and apologized because they denied it in the press in 1998. So okay, Monica punched her in the face 12 years ago. It's been a long time since then. And I don't Monica know, I don't know how face. I would feel if somebody punched me in my face back at the VMAs. I, I might still have an issue like with I should, But I would feel like I'm maybe I shouldn't be somehow. saying shit to make them want to punch me in my face again because the yeah. whole reason Monica punched her in the face because she was talking slick. I understand that, and we see evidence of this here today, but I do want to say I do understand why Brandy might be confused as to how to become friends with that somebody part. that punched her in her well, face. Well, can we talk about something? Go ahead. Go ahead, Danny. What about the, what about the idea? Because they, they could be considered co-workers, right? Have y'all ever had to, like, just put it all aside and, like, work closely with somebody that you just couldn't stand? Not when the whole world is looking to see if we beefing. <laughs> You know what? I, and I actually tweeted that I was like, Monica and Brandy are a classic example of the two black folks who got to get along because they're the only two black folks that's on the, on the uh, staff. And so everybody expects them to get not. along. <laughs> um, 
And you know what it is? I, I feel like when there's a bag on the table, you will make amends. And we know that they were compensated or they know that their their songs are going to go back in rotation. Now they're both independently owned artists. So they, they need those royalties. Music out, so they need that look. So, yeah. I, so, I, bitch. I, I got I to gotta issue another warning, y'all. People think we over here hating on Brandy. None of no, us absolutely not. I just want to, let me just give the speech. All so of let us, me reiterate. Yeah, go ahead. All of us love Brandy. All of us love Monica. Literally. The issue is that we are just talking about the essence of the energy that was present. Right. Other people have made comments as well. We're not the minority in this conversation. But also, we agree, we agree that these women are very talented. We agree that they are fellow brown skin girls, and we are proud to see that they're elevated on this platform. 1.2 million people tuned in to watch this versus. It's also the second longest one that I've seen, and I've watched every single one. I'm very, very happy to be a black woman watching two black women from my favorite golden era of music being able to be online. However, you're going to take these jokes and relax. These are the jokes. But I, what I also want to add is that one of the reasons that I'm really, I'm going to say it frankly, I'm disappointed in Brandy tonight. And one of the reasons I'm disappointed in Brandy tonight is because when they came out in 2012 to do It All Belongs to Me, both of them talked about how Whitney's death had brought them closer. They were older. They were mothers. They understood that the them not liking each other when they were kids was really because of how they were each positioned in terms of the dichotomy and personality character types or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So I'm disappointed that now Brandy, whether it's, whether it's through nervousness, awkwardness through her, not knowing how else to relate to Monica, but Brandy is really like keeping that going. And, and, and I think that this was a chance tonight for them to, them to genuinely put all of that shit. Aside. I mean, listen, the, the Boy Is Mine was a number one album for a number one record for 13 weeks. It is the top selling female duet of all time. These girls have performed it together live on stage twice. And only one of those was televised. And you know why? Because of this bullshit. Right. So it's like because this I don't count this because they're lip syncing. So if so imagine we could have had a The Boy Is Mine tour. We could have had all that shit. So I'm disappointed that as they're trying to have, trying to move on, Brandy's like, yeah, so show me how you do that. How you do that? What's that? I tried to do that for Chardonnay. Like, she pretended that she couldn't out. black girl pop and like, then tried to act like because she played a character named Chardonnay on the game, which is why she needed to figure out how to do the black girl pop. But and I do, but like, I do well, think that we work. have to make sure that as we offer these amazing and accurate critiques, thank you, Danielle and Naima, that people are aware that we're allowed to have opinions. And if y'all missed all and, and if y'all missed all these social cues, y'all are tripping and you need to I'm get talking. Cool, and I'm the image of social cues are too obvious on Twitter. And but everybody's this caption yeah. is saying, if get the F off of me was a person, someone said a literal quote. Because we, you know, we've been on um, <laughs> that. Brandy was like, "Oh, we should be a group," and Monica was like, "We are not a group." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just want to, because like, I, so I we're not like, making this up. Guys. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to, because it, it really bothers me that people will be like, "Y'all are going." No, we're not. These are this is these was this was in our face. We literally we were in our text group, which is what we, we do, y'all. And we were like, "What's happening here?" Like early on. We were like, what's the, like literally by song two, we were like, 
What's happening? You know what it is? This reminds me of another uh, two artists that were often compared to each other and just have very different personalities. Someone tweeted this and I said, you know what? Uh, Monica and Brandy kind of encapsulate the same energy of these two. And I'm not saying on the sense of artistry, but just just energy and vibe. I feel like it would be just as socially awkward if these two people were alive to versus each other. It was a it was a similar thing, like obviously on the higher plane and I and also like Mike tried to run Prince over with his car or vice versa. But it was but yeah, it was a similar. It's the perfectionist versus like the freer spirit who doesn't give a fuck and the perfectionist really being kind of jealous that this other person isn't so trapped in their head. I thought it was really telling when Brandy actually said to Monica, like, you've reminded me that I need to actually just enjoy what I'm singing and feel what I'm singing because mm -hmm. I get too caught up. Like I, I've had somebody who worked in the studio be like, yo, I had to just walk out of the session and leave her to finish it up because she was doing too much. So I, I do think that there is, again, I'm not, that's not something self-created. That's something that imposed, that is imposed upon you often because you've been out here from an early age and you have somebody telling you like, you got to do it like this. You got to make sure it's like that. You got to whatever versus somebody. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think low key, uh, Brandy is intimidated by the freedom that Monica has to just be her, her authentic self. And I think a lot of times people are feeling that way. And especially now with everything that's going on in the world, you're like, am I going to continue to be who everybody wanted me to be? Or am I going to be the person that I really want to be and find my own happiness? And that is something that, you know, you have to decide for yourself, but I don't think it's a matter of like one person is worse than the other. It's just two very different paths. And I will say this, having seen both of them and hearing their songs and hearing how much production and, and A&R they both had, that is the reason why we don't have as many single um, black women R&B acts today because it takes a lot of work. It costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. And also everything is so personality driven. So it's, they would rather you be a badass and do fuck shit and have like an okay single because they can sell the idea of your personality versus like you laying Rihanna, it down. Where, you know, Rihanna, Rihanna was more pop. Rihanna's always Rihanna been pop. She's pop. never been But she here. blew up more so after she was like, looked at as edgy like the hair yeah. happened when she cut the hair and yeah did Not all that she looked rock, rockish exactly yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. she, realized she had to she realized she had to figure out her own lane and i mean that's one thing i do respect about monica is that monica realized all right i got a lane people want to say i'm gunica people want to say i'm the hood chick you know what I'm gonna lean into that lane. I'm gonna make a song about how all I need is good sex and commitment. I'm gonna make a song called "You a Sideline Ho." And that I'm is make a song. You That's know what I mean? She's she's like, I'm a I'm a own that. Fuck it, I'll run that. That is me. I am what? And I just I think maybe I don't know what it is like to be in that spotlight from such a young age. So mm -hmm. I can't even speak to what process Brandy will have to go through artistically to find her own freedom. I I can't, but hopefully you know she a grown-ass grown-ass person like when she told her daughter to cover her ears her daughter is 18 years old y'all that was when i was like what is happening i just i just want her to feel comfortable in herself that's all yeah, yeah. for sure brandy for president rich <laughs> Shout I mean, out to Kamala Harris uh, doing the nice little dropping at the top. I feel like Kamala was like, Something Howard Howard shirt. Online. <laughs> Pass me my Howard shirt. 
<laughs> going. Who is it? Do I have to say anything? Not the who is it. <laughs> Just pop me up. <laughs> Listen, it was Black Girl Night. Had she not been there for Black Girl Night, that would have been a massive mess. They would have been mad about yes. that. But I mean, and now is the time. We need people to uh, get this gremlin yes. out the White House. So, um, and speaking of voting, <laughs> if you look down at our nice little crawl at the bottom, please register to vote. If you have not voted, also go to whenweallvote.org to check your status and make sure that you can do early voting in your state. And if you um, are having complications, you can fill out your mail in ballot and drop it off to your polling agency directly, or you can go get a beach chair and get online and wait that bitch out and vote in person. So no, and you can also, and you can also vote, er, vote early, which is what I'm doing. Cause I will not be in the state um, in November. So you can vote early, sometimes two weeks up to that. I highly suggest doing that. I wish we, the USP, I don't know this postal system. I don't know. So yeah, I like do it. Like definitely have a voting day. If you do not have a plan for how you're going to vote, if you haven't decided yet, please do. Like, this really does need to be early October. If you are going to be in your state where you're registered for Election Day, I encourage you to look into your state's um, rules or, or parameters to volunteer to work at um, as a to be a poll volunteer or a volunteer at one of the poll locations, because those volunteers traditionally tend to be over 50, the majority of them, which means that they're looking at um, a shortage this year because of you know, them being more vulnerable, that, that um, segment being vulnerable, yeah. yeah, yeah, to COVID, et cetera. So they're going to need uh, volunteers. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, ladies, you know, we've said so much. And I'm glad that this was still a good night. Let's also say this was an important night. This was a good <laughs> night. I'm glad it happened. I enjoyed it, even though we missed the end of it. I'm going to go back and watch it. But I'm still glad it happened. But it was a, it was also just really fascinating to actually see, not that it was beef, but to see their dynamic and what it really is in real time, yeah. raw, live, and uncut like that. And it's Danielle? good to also remember oh. that these women are human, right? Like, we're all human. Exactly. We all should be able to, like, have ways to, like, know the energy that we have or might be lingering on to and what it possesses and how it can change the energy within a room, right? And so I think that it's a learning experience for me in terms of the psychological the psychological part of that exchange too. Musically, like it's still good. Musically, you should go read Naima's post over on Medium, aka Zora. Um, it's ran by a black woman um, who is amazing. Shout out to Vanessa. I have written for them as well. So shout out to that. But like I think that you know, with everyone who's doing amazing work here, Chloe has her show, which will be coming back soon. Chloe, I'm about to put you on blast. Thursday, Danielle Thursday. with her Thursday. shows. Literally, she has like five shows on IG and streaming. Tell me how many different shows you have now, Danielle. Her, Chloe has a whole like production company. Right. Right. Not that many. I have my real quick um right. coming a series coming with Fashion Mom Daily. And I also have a series with the Griot called Opinionated AF. Comes out every Friday. All right. I just have a morning show, which I'm starting back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But yes. Yeah, I want to make sure people knew that we have lives online. Naima causes dis disruption and um, dissent in the black community with these peers on Fridays. She causes a lot of outrage and wild opinions like putting cornflakes up at the top of the cereal, whatever. It's, it was frosted flakes, not the cornflakes, but I hear Still you. problematic. <laughs> <laughs>
No um, well, ladies, listen, I love when we can come together and do these afterglows. You know, we do these for very special events. And tonight was definitely very special. It was indeed for the culture. 1.2 million people tuned in to see Monica and Brandy Kiki. And it was so good to be a, a 90s uh, teenager again and be nostalgic. I, know, I could just um, see my Walkman. My little yes. Singer. Oh, my God. Like, you see, you smell the love spell. Listen, I, I wish wow. that I, I, I lived in I lived in uh I lived in an apartment building in Brooklyn and I used to watch that Monica video being like, damn, how come I can't sit on my roof of my house and sing about my man who moved away? Please. <laughs> you can't do that in your no, you can't do that. No. I was in here getting my life singing. I had a great time. Right. I love all y'all. I'm glad y'all are still safe and sane. And I'm glad that everyone on here found a way to do something creative, given that we've been locked up for so long. I, I just want to make sure everybody knows that all these women here and myself included, we are have our own crazy overachievement goals in our head that we got to work through, but we put our shit to work <laughs> and we did, yeah. and we're doing stuff. We just be putting it out in whatever way it comes out. Amen. It's just, it's just going to get out. Somehow. Listen, uh, Brandy and Monica did not uh, size step in a nice 11 size women's shoe for us to not uh, <laughs> take our claim here in 2020. A size 11 slide. Is a nice, a nice little Steve Open Madden slide. That's right. Um, all right. So let's go around, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please, um, please follow every single person on your screen right now. We'll start with Mary. Where can they follow you and support you, Mary? You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can try to you can try to add me on Facebook. I won't add you back. You can follow me though and see what public <laughs> post I might put up. Uh, tomorrow I do have a show at nine a.m. We're going to be talking about colonoscopies and how you need to stop making your kids cry with these Black Panther um, dolls and putting them the on the internet. Um, you know <laughs> tomorrow I also have a my cover for Self Magazine drops tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that happens and um, I'm excited. So thank you. Amazing. I'll over to uh, Danielle, who's I guess below. How dare you? Danielle. My cover is not dropping this year, but we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> you got some shirts. So tell me about the shirts. You got some shirts. Oh, on. I have a bunch of things. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at the Danielle Young. Um, everything's spelled regularly. Follow me on Twitter at Rapsodani, R-H-A-P-S-O-D-A-N-I. Um, I'm not a Facebooker, so I don't even don't. And um, yeah, I have real quick. That is my Instagram interview series. It's also on my YouTube Danielle Young TV, please subscribe. Comes out every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube. Um, we do interviews literally every week. Everybody you could ever imagine. Lynn Whitfield, like just people. Um, black people though. <laughs> also, I have a series on the Griot called Opinionated AF. Comes out every Friday. Talk about everything black. I have a theme. I do black everything, um, but usually something about race, um, cultural appropriation, things like that. And also coming up is a video interview series with Fashion Bomb. I know nothing about fashion, but that's going to be half the fun of it. And um, just, yeah, keep keep posted on me. Just please subscribe. To there you go. Of course, uh, Danielle is amazing. And I don't know how she fits all of that into a week, but she does it. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of someone who's always busy behind the shadows, uh, Naima, tell the people about yourself. Well, um, you can follow me at Naima on Twitter, N-A-I-M-A. I am Naima Graham on Instagram. Um, I write occasionally little things. They come out here and there. Uh, there's been a lot of them lately. But uh, I usually keep them linked somewhere in one of those two places. But also, you can find me twice a week, not on video, because I don't have the stamina for all that production that these other three ladies do. But I have two <laughs> different podcasts. One is called Wednesday Sermon. It's uh, part of the Bomb Podcast Network, B-O-M-M podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. Another is called Pop Life Podcast. Um, you can find it on poplifepodcast.com. That comes out whenever we feel like taping it because we're three friends who have been in the industry for 20 years and we've been doing this podcast for like 10 years and we just put it out when we feel like it. So either one of those, you can hear me just kind of doing what we're doing tonight. And sometimes I pop up in other places, but I don't have a cover nor a show nor anything <laughs> like that. I just I just be around doing mad stuff. I'm like- oh, I have t-shirts, I forgot. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, you- I'm like a best supporting character. I just might show up somewhere. There you go. Uh, I literally said, talk about your t-shirts. You need to talk about the t-shirts. Do you have a t-shirt to show? um, Sonia Norwood, get out there and talk about your (laughs) shirts. I don't have it. It's in my closet. I was like, do I have it on? I don't. But if you go to thedaniellyoung.com, you can check it out. I'm teaming up with a girl. Um, I am a digital rebel on Instagram. Black-owned business to give you a limited collection of t-shirts that are from my brain. So things like Black Culture is the Culture, um, we have also content queen. I'm betting on me. God is my agent. So another one coming out very soon, but please go buy one and support your girl. Very dope. There you go. And last but not least, I am Chloe Hilliard. You can catch me on Thursdays with Chloe Across America. It was Monday through Thursday. And now, uh, because I am too busy, uh, we are now one night a week, Thursdays, which has been our most popular night. So come back here Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And this week, I'll be telling you why I'm so busy. I'm so excited to let you know about my brand new job. So ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for supporting. Oh, what's, that what's that behind you? What's that behind you? Oh, my book. Oh, your book. My book. Yeah. You can you can get my book. Uh, F your diet. It is available wherever books are sold. Audio books as well, and digital books. And you can also send your cash app to Chloe since she got a job out here parading her job. That's going to send you five dollars since she got money. Didn't you also re-release one of your comedy specials? Yes, that's right. I have a comedy album. It is out. It's available called Big Dick Energy. Thank you so much, Daniel, for modeling my book. I appreciate. Oh my god, I had the same book you got. That's crazy. Oh my god. It's only because like everything in my book is right here. Nobody told me I was supposed to have. I don't even have a copy of my book next to me. Oh my god, I did not know that I had a book. Uh, fuck my diet book by Chloe Hilliard. I can't stand y'all. I love you all dearly. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in with us. This has been The Afterglow with Mary, Danielle, Naima, and myself, Chloe. And the next time there is a big family function and we need to address, we will be here. Um, and please, with- please wear a mask. And I mean, like, just get this Klansman out of office, y'all. Like, we know. Right. Just, just get this KKK member out the office. And help us unravel Adele's Bantu knots. Thank you. And don't Hello. give him my- <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. All right. Bye, I y'all. Like, okay, bye. Bye. I told y'all no. I told y'all no. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so
so good. Bye. <laughs>